0: And welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. Our guest this week is Rosie Wadey. So my name is Rosie Wadey. I am a commercial photography agent for
1: East Photographic in London. We're quite a unique agency, I believe, in the respect that we have a very diverse roster. We have a very strong fashion foundation, but equally we're just as busy with more traditional commercial advertising projects as well in the arenas of lifestyle and still life, sports, automotive, alongside the fashion.
0: Rosie has worked at East Photographic since 2014. She starts by telling us what her role looks like and how she describes the job of an agent every single day is different but the
1: core responsibilities of the role would be to take inquiries um, new commercial inquiries from clients, um, ad agencies, design agencies and brands, relay those to the artists and make choices about what projects they should be taking on, whether they should be taking those projects on at this time in their career. Also I promote the work via online marketing and physical marketing as well. I'm out with the portfolios showing work to potential clients and booking appointments for the artists and also for myself. I'm the point of contact for discussions surrounding money and timings and scheduling I would hand over the project to a producer who would then move forward in contact with the client once the costs have been signed off but I would stay very much in close contact with them throughout the job as well so although I'm not necessarily in touch with the client so much past sign off I'm fully aware of everything that's happening on the job at all times. And then after the job as well, if there's discussions that need to be had about post-production or additional costs for more um, images or timelines changing and things like that, then I'll be back in touch with the client again and the artist.
0: She also shares the essential skills and most unexpected elements of her work. I think...
1: Good timekeeping and good organisation is absolutely fundamental. You're managing a lot of tasks every single day and you do have to be able to prioritise quite suddenly if something else comes in that has a really tight turnaround, you have to drop everything else and manage that and just do the best job possible for that client. Attention to detail, certainly. Clear and concise communication skills. And also diplomacy, because a lot of the time we're managing the artists, we're managing the clients, and there's sort of discussions that do come up that are quite challenging that need to be handled with a level of care we are required to read through contracts and so go through them with a fine-tooth comb and, and challenge some of those clauses in contracts with clients. That's something I wasn't used to doing so much before I was an agent. But also I think saying no to things. I wasn't expecting to say no to so many projects because I think when I was much younger and was first entering this industry I just assumed that everybody would want to do all the work that's come their way but it's a really there's a really delicate balance to be achieved between the projects that you take on for money and for financial reasons and the projects that you take on for creative reasons and uh, sort of your own personal satisfaction.
0: Rosie's journey of discovery with her career began at the London College of Fashion where she embarked on a BA in fashion photography in 2009 straight after completing her A-levels. I think I rushed into university too quickly. Didn't do a foundation year, I went straight into a BA. But she soon found herself frustrated with the course's lack of business training and real-world experience, and made the first year her last.
1: I think I expected to go in and learn how to get along in the real working world with photography quite quickly but there's a lot more theory and a lot more sort of experimental time to theorize and develop research and towards your projects but I just kind of wanted to know how to work and how to get along as a business person in photography as well so I found it quite frustrating that I um, wasn't armed with those tools straight away but I think part of it was definitely that I was young and sort of eager to get on in the world and didn't really appreciate that these things do take time and having that time is really valuable.
0: However, Rosie's first experiences of going it alone as a practicing photographer were testing. Even though photography was still very much her passion, she reflects on the realization that actually taking the pictures wasn't necessarily for her. I was shooting a lot of
1: music. Um, I worked for Clash magazine doing um, music work for them Um, and also just sort of portraiture and um, headshots and things like that. But um, that work was not really what, what excited me. Definitely. I think as an artist, I did feel quite isolated. I didn't really know how to elevate my career. I wasn't terribly resilient or thick skinned. And I think that that's a really essential skill. If you're creative, you have to be able to take rejection. I think naturally, most creative people are are never happy with what they've created. And that is what spurs them on to create more work and do better and develop. So I think I was quite sort of self-critical. I didn't take rejection terribly well. Looking back at that time, it all of these things kind of led me to where I am now because I had quite a lot of good business skills and I was really interested in the, in the business of it and the industry, but I had an appreciation of the craft. And I just don't think I was really cut out myself to be the creative person behind the camera, but I know exactly how to assist creative people. So about two years after I left London College of Fashion, I was still trying to find my feet. I was working in retail during the week, part-time in various different stores around um, the Oxford Circus kind of area. Eventually, I was just trying to find sort of any way to break into the creative production world somehow. Ended up doing an internship with a model agency part-time, then working part-time at another model agency whilst I was still doing retail. And then somewhere along the way, I um, was introduced to Big Sky, the studio complex in uh, Caledonian Road. And I was doing some freelance studio assisting there as well but there was about four or five months where I was working three jobs uh, side by side seven days a week before I finally got a break and got my foot in the door at a photographer's agency and I did that just by sitting and phoning every single photographer's agency that I knew from a cafe near the British Museum and eventually somebody gave me a chance and I got my foot in the door at making pictures which gave me my first start in the industry. The best part of my job by far is talking to people and talking about great work. I love going to agencies and brands and actually talking about the work because I feel really invested in it. I love the roster that I work with and I feel very privileged to work with so many amazing creatives, not just on the roster, but also in the collaborators that you work with on each job. It's just really exciting being able to learn from each person. So everyone's got their own kind of unique skills and, and crafts that they've honed over the years. I meet a lot of artists. I'm I actually think it's really important to meet emerging artists even when they don't have massive portfolios of commissioned work just yet. If I see something that's really exciting about their work, I will try and meet people face to face to develop that relationship and also see where I can offer help if they do have a project that they want some advice on quoting for or putting a portfolio edit together or something like that. I try to make myself available to assist younger artists as well because I think it's really important that you do those things so that when they are ready to be represented, you're hopefully going to be somebody whose judgment they trust.
0: As someone who is forever meeting, advising and researching talent, Rosie imparts her advice for photographers considering getting an agent and what they should look for in a well-suited agency. I'd identify a few whose roster you particularly
1: like and I would say that that shouldn't just be rosters where you feel that you would fit in because your work's similar. I would find a roster where there's a hole in it where you could slot in really nicely. As an agent myself, I don't want artists that are going to be directly competing with each other because I feel that that can be a little bit detrimental to an artist to feel that there's somebody else always up for the same jobs as them and that the agent is perhaps invested in another person as well on this job. I think it's really important to find a roster where um, you both fit with the overall aesthetic of the company, but you offer something new and something exciting for them. I think in terms of the work that's being produced, it is absolutely vital that they have a style that is, if not completely cemented, there's something there which is there's like a common thread that runs throughout all of the work. I completely appreciate that people will want to work on a diverse selection of projects and they may not want to be pigeonholed into a certain market, but that's why we're there in a sense in that we can identify areas where they could be making money commercially and then other areas that they could be shooting personal projects and developing editorial work that's
0: closer to their heart which kind of fulfills that for them as well. When it comes to reaching out to potential agents or employers Rosie also shares what makes for a good first email. I think
1: a clear concise email not too formal either I like to get a feel for people's personalities I think just being upfront about what you're looking for if you're a photographer who your clients are and just sending us a link to your website or your CV. I think just keep it really short and sweet, but also don't be afraid to inject personality.
0: Finally, we learn Rosie's tips for those looking to get into alternative roles in photography, including becoming an agent. I would say be persistent. Be persistent and, yeah, just keep trying to meet people face-to-face. I
1: think when we've interviewed for agents in the past, you can have a lot of experience on paper, but it's about meeting people and working out where you would be the best fit which agencies have a roster that's really exciting for you and that you would feel really proud to sell. And also which agencies have the right kind of office environment as well. They do differ quite significantly, I think. When I first started at making pictures, I didn't know an awful lot about the commercial advertising world. I knew what I liked subjectively, but I didn't know a lot about who was practicing and who the competitors would have been for each of my photographers. And that kind of came with time because I was out talking about the work and I would meet people and discuss who was up for projects and things like that. And also just reading trade journals and looking at magazines and things like that. I would have a better understanding of who our competitors were and who's getting these jobs. But I think you definitely have to have a passion for photography overall and that's just absolutely vital. If you're looking to move into fashion or commercial photography, I would encourage people to assist purely because it gets you to grips with a larger set and um, the number of different roles there are in a commercial job or on a commercial job you're also there physically working alongside the photographer and sort of developing an understanding of what they need to be doing on set to please um, clients and kind of work to quite difficult conditions sometimes so I was yeah I definitely encourage insi- assisting for a young photographer but if you're not quite sure yet about what area you want to go into it I think that could also be really useful just gives you a better understanding maybe working in production going to see production companies as well because if you're not quite suited to the agent side you might prefer being more hands-on and being on set as a producer as well so there's there's lots of different roles
0: this episode of creative lives was brought to you by lecture in progress it was presented by me indy davis and the guest was rosie Wadey. the editor was Ivor manley lecture in progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand patrons They include us too, G.F. Smith, and the Paul Smith Foundation. For more information, check out lectureinprogress.com.